Welcome to Off the Clock, a podcast by Prostino Wells and Woodland, where we take a team-centered, family-focused approach to serving the estate planning and elder law needs of our community on the Eastern Shore. I'm Amber Woodland, one of the attorneys at PWW Law, and I'm joined today by another one of our attorneys, Michelle Prostino Wells. Welcome! We're excited to talk about our story today for our first ever podcast. So let's go ahead and jump right in and get started. Sounds great. All right. Awesome. (laughs) So we just figured we would kick off our podcast and talk about a little of our story and what brought us to where we are today. And I think what's most important is our roots. Absolutely. And that we're both Sussex County girls and we love to live and practice in Sussex County. So you want to share a little bit about just kind of... How we started, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, what's scary? This is this is going to be my 25th year of practice, which is really incredible when I think about how fast that time has gone by. But our firm, um, you know, that originally started out as Michelle L. Procino Attorneys at Law, um, gosh, 15 years ago, which is is really the time has flown um, so fast. And so that was 2005. And Amber, what you joined the firm in what 2006? Summer a, of 2006. Yeah, as a law clerk, which was really awesome. You were still in college, right? And then stayed on summers during law school. Right. Yep. I had a law school professor who said, you know, or actually a college professor who said, you know what, if you want to go to law school, you better get some real world experience. So I pushed my resume out to (laughs) Michelle L. Prisino and the rest is history. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. So gosh, there's been so much evolution since then. You know, now we have what, two off or two, we, we practice in two states, Three offices, Seaford, Lewis, and Berlin, um, a team of four attorneys, and we have, what, an amazing team of 15-plus mm-hmm. support staff that support us. And, you know, my practice over the years, it, it, it is interesting to me how much it has evolved. You know, I've always done estate planning and elder law work, but in the beginning did lots of other stuff too. Um, but as, you know, my practice has matured and with you coming on board and with the other attorneys, you know, we were really able to really boil things down and really uh, specialize in just a couple areas of law, which so now we pretty much exclusively do elder law and estate planning work, which has been an incredible experience for us. So I think one of the fun parts about our story is the renovation of our offices and a little bit about your experience renovating our Seaford office. And then we are just completing our the renovation of our Lewis space, which has been quite a journey. I think both were journeys, but just a little bit about. Sure. Yeah. So when I started the firm, I rented um, a space in Seaford um, and started out there. And then, you know, I was kind of a glutton for punishment there in those early years. I think I think all in one year I got married. I, well, I opened the firm. I got married. I got pregnant. I bought an office building, renovated an office building. So it was a whirlwind. But yeah, so the Seaford office, it actually, my son actually went, my now 20 year old son uh, went to preschool there. And um, we found out that the preschool uh, was going. They were going. They were closing. They were going to sell the building. So I purchased the building, and I'll never forget. Josh said to me, "He's like, mommy, that is going to be so cool that you're going to have all these toys at your office." <laughs> and I had to set him straight and say, "No, no, no, baby. Um, you know, the the, the toys are not going to be there. It's going to be mommy's office." And but yeah, and so we did the renovations, and we moved into that building in 2007, and then just in what. Two years ago, we purchased the Lewis. Why don't you talk about that? About the Lewis yeah, project? Yeah. 
Yeah, so we had been in a strip mall in Lewis for about five years and decided we want to wanted a more permanent home in the Lewis area. And so Megan, our client services director, had started working with a realtor and we went on a tour of a bunch of different local properties and fell in love with our new Lewis office <laughs> on Savannah Road. The location was perfect. The side of the street was perfect. The fact that we only had to hop over Route 1 was perfect. It was great, and we absolutely fell in love with it. The The prior owners had lived there as a residence, so we it wasn't commercialized. So we knew that there was going to be a little bit of work that we needed to do, but we never imagined that it would be quite the project as Mm. it turned out to be. But officially, as of just earlier this week, we have a final certificate of occupancy (laughs) and we cannot wait to to start seeing clients in that office. It's absolutely beautiful and has the same feel as our Seaford office, which is what we were going for. And, you know, our Berlin office Mm -hmm. is still just as homey. We don't own that space. We rent that space for now, much like we started in Lewis, but yeah. It's still just as comfortable of a space. Which and it has a nice history, too. It does. Yeah, it has a nice history in that there was an accounting firm there for years, and he's our landlord, and mm-hmm. he's been really great to us. Um, we've got lots of connections in that community and in just in Maryland. And so, yeah, I, I, I always feel like a proud mama when I talk about the office and the offices and all of our team. Um, which kind of makes me think about how much we use a team um, mm-hmm. based approach to all that we do, which again, I know we're both so proud of mm-hmm. um, and something too, that with, you know, our practices really evolving over time where we realized that as attorneys, we don't have to do everything. And that's not really the best way to give the best service to our clients. Because if clients are constantly frustrated because they've called us and left us a message and we're meeting with other clients and it's hard for us to get back to them. And so I think that's been a huge thing for our practice that, again, something I'm really proud of that, you know, we have an amazing team of highly trained professional um, folks that work with us. Um, which also makes me think about how family focused we are too. So why don't you should talk about that? Yeah. I mean, I consider our team, my family. I love them like my family. I spend just as much, if not more time with them (laughs) as I do my family. I am so super proud of our team and all that they offer to us and to the families that we serve. They're just incredible. But um, several years ago, we actually went to Disney Leadership Institute. And for anyone who doesn't know this about me, I absolutely love (laughs) Disney and all things Disney. So we did a little institute, a little food and wine, and we had a great time. But one of the things we did there was we created pillars for our firm. And we really try so hard to stay consistent in everything we do with our pillars. And one of those being family focused. We pride ourselves on offering really family centered estate plans. We treat the clients and the families we serve as if they're our own family. And I think, honestly, I think that's a key to our success. And, you know, I was thinking about it too when we were talking about our offices. We're women, we're proud of that. And I think our offices and our team lends itself to a more feminine approach to what we do. And therefore, we are just so happy every day in and out to serve the families that we do and treat them like they're our own and get to know them. I think we build relationships, which is really cool. We don't treat our families as transactions. It's not a one and done kind of thing. It's an ongoing relationship that we're building with them. And I'm really proud of that too. It makes, it makes work fulfilling. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the cool thing, you know, the Disney um, Leadership Institute, you know, that's a great example of we've done so many things over the years trying to help us grow and helping then so then we can help our team grow and, and offer really great services to our clients. But the the thing that really sticks out to me and where the family focus comes from is that that whole institute was all about really identifying what your core values are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, you know, family is so important to both of us, right. you know, and like you said, we're Sussex County girls you know we we uh work in the community you know practice law in the community where we both grew up and and both married local guys mm-hmm. <laughs> raising our kids here um and so the family focus is huge and that was what you know really taking a, a look at our values made us realize about what's most important to us and what we want to be able to convey and help the families that we work with to really help preserve their family legacies and their wishes and really trying to avoid doing the best we can to help families avoid conflict, Mm -hmm. you know, upon a loved one becoming incapacitated or upon their deaths. So that's really important. Um, I know with one of the other pillars was uh, positive experience. Mm -hmm. You know, that was something, um, you know, we both, I think in our values, both had a strong sense of loyalty. um, And that's really a loyalty to our clients and to our team where we want our clients to feel like like they've received quality, so that we're taking care of them. Um, you know, we've intentionally made the offices homey. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, we want it to feel inviting. We are not stuffy people mm-hmm. and we don't hire stuffy people. <laughs> um, we want our clients um, to feel like they can relate to us and they can talk to us and that we're going to be good listeners. Um, and and that's something I think too, that has, you know, I, it's one of my favorite things over the years when I've had a client want to give me a hug at the end of a meeting because, or when they share with me that they've been to another lawyer, that all that lawyer did was talk over their head, or they left that attorney's office with more questions than when they went in. And so that positive experience is something that I know, you know, is really important to both of us. It is. Our last pillar that we've not covered is extraordinary quality. And I think that we strive every day in and out to provide extraordinary quality to the families that we serve. We also try to provide an extraordinary work environment (laughs) for our team. And I think we get it right a lot of the times. We're not perfect, (laughs) but we have an incredible firm manager who leads our team and guides everything we do all the time. And so it is just something we strive for, which is to offer that positive experience, but also in a really high quality way. I am proud of our non-attorney consultations, too. And sometimes other attorneys hear, what do you mean your attorneys don't do your consultations? But in reality, the families we serve actually like it better mm-hmm. that one of our team members conduct our initial consultations. So do you want to talk a little bit about sure. how we got to that and <laughs> how it just revolutionized our practice? It just occurred to me that during this podcast, I think our listeners will definitely, hopefully, realize early on and throughout that we're different, that mm-hmm. our, our law firm model is very different. Our team approach is very different. And it's something that we've spent a lot of years working on and we're, you know, lots of traveling, you know, when you're talking about uh, extraordinary quality, you know, that's because we have done the work, mm-hmm. you know, we have studied, we have gone to, you know, um, conference after conference after conference 
So when you talk about non-attorney consultations, um, you know, that's something that, gosh, we've been doing now for what, six or seven years, I think. And so the way that works is the first meeting with our firm is generally going to be with a Mm non-lawyer. And um, again, very different model from, I really don't know of any other law firm locally that that does it that way. But um, that first meeting is going to be with a non-attorney. And it really is intended to be an educational meeting, um, a meeting supposed to be a low stress um, experience for our clients so they can come in, they can meet one of our team, they can learn about us, we can learn about them, they can talk about what their goals are, uh, we can try to identify what type of planning is best suited to accomplish their goals. And it works really well because then clients know, you know, what kind of planning options are available to them. And we also discuss pricing at that Mm -hmm. first meeting, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Most all the work we do now, we do based on flat fees. Mm -hmm. And so clients really appreciate that because they know exactly how much it's going to cost. You know, I I think back to the days when, you know, early in my career when we did all hourly uh, billing and clients hated it because, you know, they would get their bill and be shocked at how much time it, it took mm-hmm. to draft documents and and they're you know it add up so quickly um, so those non-attorney consultations are a fabulous way to get a good intro to our firm to our services and our pricing and like you said clients love it clients love it it's just that that some people who have had other experiences with other firms mm-hmm. at first don't quite get it mm-hmm. but once they do we've gotten such positive feedback it really has been you know one of the best things that we've done in our practice yeah I think one of the the things we want to portray in our podcast too is that we're relatable. We don't take ourselves too seriously. And so I think sometimes we forget that going to an attorney's office can be a scary experience. You know, people worry about what that's going to feel like or what that's going to look like. And I think our non-attorney consultations really lend itself to, we're one of you and we're here to just take care of your family, create a plan that's going to work. And really in such a way that you understand what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I think that that's always our top goal. Right. So we really are exclusive and we only practice in a very limited number of practice areas, if you will. You know, we mentioned elder law. We mentioned estate planning. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that means to us? <laughs> what is elder law? What is estate planning? And then we also add in some estate administration and trust administration, helping families after a loved one has passed away. So elder law and estate planning. Actually, the term elder law really encompasses estate planning. You know, that term, it's, it is seems to be widely misused or misinterpreted, um, but it means, you know, estate planning, which includes wills, powers of attorney, healthcare directives, you know, really basic planning, but it also includes more sophisticated planning, you know, special needs trusts, retirement account trusts, asset protection trusts. So there's a wide range, but it all is intended to relate to legal services needed um, by folks as they age or if they become incapacitated or disabled. Um, huge part of our elder law practice is about asset protection planning um, for folks who are worried about paying for long-term care, whether that's care, you know, in a, in a skilled nursing facility or at home or an assisted living type of facility. So it also includes, you know, some adult guardianship work um, when that's necessary. And then a huge piece of it too is a state and trust administration after a person passes away. Uh, you know, early in my practice, you know, we practice all kinds of other areas of law, but what we saw in our community um, was a real need for that 
that estate planning and elder law because you know we have we have some very wealthy folks that live in this area but it seems that the vast majority are just you know folks who have worked really hard um, and have accumulated some assets and who really want to protect those assets and really want to make sure that what they have they can leave as a legacy to their families and again it goes back to that's why we love what we do because it's all about family and protecting a person's wishes and and helping them provide for their loved ones do you remember the day you walked across the hall and you knocked on my door and you said, Amber, I know exactly what we need to do. <laughs> and this was, this is going back like nine yeah, years ago, right, 10 right, years ago right. at this point. And, and what you had experienced that day, tell us a little bit sure. about that. And then why we ended up traveling really the country to get the training that we <laughs> yeah. couldn't get in Western Sussex County to be able to serve our community. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a, I love the story. Um, you know, Back way back, you know, we used to do a ton of real estate work. You know, we did all kinds of different things. And you know, back in the you know mid to late like 2008 to 2010, um, all the estate tax laws changed dramatically. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, you know, we had done a lot of estate tax avoidance planning as part of our estate planning practice. But with the tax laws having changed so much, and then at that time too, the whole real estate market bottomed out. So our real estate practice really had dwindled off, you know, we were really kind of saying, what's the future of our practice? Like what? And that's when we really started looking at our community. And yeah, I did. I I had been to a board meeting at Nanakoke mm-hmm. at the hospital. Um, and they'd had a consultant come in and talk about sort of the future of the hospital. And they were looking, doing all these projections down the road um, about what kind of needs the community. And it were, there were all these statistics. And the statistics were all about the ever-growing 65 and older um, population. And and it also gave some information, you know, demographic information about their their um, net worth and annual income. And yes, yeah, something during that presentation just made a light bulb go off in my mind about that asset protection planning side of our practice. Because at that point and up to that point in my career, I had studied all of the, you know, the Medicaid long-term disability rules. I knew a little bit about VA planning for long-term care benefits. But I had never, you know, I'd counseled some clients on those rules, but I had never really engaged in helping families plan. And so, yeah, that day I felt like my brain was on fire. (laughs) And yeah, I ran to your Mm -hmm. office when I got back from that meeting and said, this is what we need to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. We did. I think our first conference we attended was in Chicago Mm -hmm. and we left there just amped, amped. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amped. So excited. And we really spent a good, you know, five, six, seven years doing a lot of traveling, going to a lot of conferences, doing a lot of brainstorming and hotel lobbies <laughs> airports. and airports and on the planes. We got shushed one day on a plane because we were just like having this amazing like brainstorming and the lady in front of us asked us to be quiet. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun and you know, and it, and it's been true. You know, we have seen that there is a huge need in our community for those areas of law. And so we did the work, you know, we became experts. Um, and we're also still very humble. If something comes up that we're not sure about, we're the first ones to admit it and we figure it out. 
That's right. Yep. I look back on that time and like to reminisce because it's when you and I became really, really close. I mean, we built a friendship and a practice, I feel like, all at the same time, and I'm really proud of that. And we don't do as much traveling now, and I think that's just because we have a lot of experience right. and we don't necessarily need as much education and training as we once did. Of course, we stay on top of all of that, and but I miss it sometimes. And we look at new potential organizations that we could join to just keep on the cutting edge of the planning that we do for our community. Community, but I think it's really special what we built in those years as people and as business owners and as leaders. And so I think just to wrap up our first podcast, why don't we talk a little bit about the most recent sort of program that we built in our practice, which we call our CARES program, and why we created that and what it is and how it benefits the families we serve and why we think you can't really have an estate plan unless you maintain it. Right. So the PWW Law Cares Program. So another conference that we attended, there are what, five of us, I think, that went to a conference. Yeah, in, we took a couple of our team members. Yeah, 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 we went to a conference in Orlando, something that we had been thinking about and talking about, but finally, you know, did, did, you know, traveled and, and learned a lot more about it. And it makes me think about on a plane. Remember that conference, we were trying to figure out what to call it. And we were struggling with the name. And I remember I was sitting there like doodling on the plane. You were in the row behind me. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh-huh. I wrote it on a piece of paper and I held it up. <laughs> I held it up so you could see it. But CARES stands for Continued Alignment, Review, Education, and Support. support. <laughs> Thank you. I did glance. Um, <laughs> But what it is, it is supposed to be a, a maintenance program. Again, you said it early in the, the session today about that, you know, state planning should, shouldn't be considered transactional and that it really should be something that people should consider a process that needs to be reviewed over time. And so our CARES program, it's an annual membership program that our clients who've created trust um, can join. Um, and it's intended to make sure that their planning stays up to date. Um, a huge part of that is reviewing their assets. You know, in other episodes, I know we're going to talk a lot about asset alignment and what that means, but having an estate plan, having the documents is obviously critical, but looking at the assets that a person owns, how they're titled, do they have beneficiaries named, that's where we see the biggest mistakes. Um, Because unless that's all aligned with the plan, and stays aligned over time, like that's the real key, and that's the key to the CARES program, um, that estate plan might not work as intended. And the only way that we as attorneys, um, you know, can guarantee a client that their plan is going to work as intended is if they stay in touch with us over time. So we've put together this program. Again, I think we've got a whole episode planned to talk about the CARES program But we put together this program as a way to make sure that the estate plans that we create are going to work and and do their job properly. And take care of those families, which is the whole point of even (laughs) doing the planning to begin with. Right. Yeah. I think what makes us different, again, is that we're always looking at new ways to better serve our families and our clients. And I think we just want everyone to know that it's so important to us that they plan, you know, 18 and over, you should plan whether (laughs) regardless of your health, regardless of your wealth, but also to create plans that are going to work. Cause after all, it's all about taking care of your loved ones and your family and staying on top of that to make sure it happens. So, well, with that, I think we'll wrap up for today. So it's been fun. Thanks for being with us today on Off the Clock. If you'd like to learn more about us, visit our website at pwwlaw.com. 
Of course, you can contact us directly by calling 302-628-4140 or emailing info at pwwlaw.com. We're here to help you plan today to protect your families tomorrow. See you next time. Anything discussed on Off the Clock is for general informational purposes only and is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. To obtain the most reliable guidance, listeners are encouraged to seek personalized advice from qualified professionals.